Hello everyone, welcome to Mugs of Mystery, I'm Monty Morgan. And I'm Casey Combs, and today we're giving you the Springfield 3 and the story of Camp Winoka. 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 Can you hear my fan? Yep, the only one we got in the background. Go, Casey! <laughs> Woo! Yeah, we, ha- we only have one fan, that's okay. Though. We got like two It's a good fans. fan. We got like two fans. <laughs> Keeps blowing me all the time, there's nothing I want more from a fan <laughs> than a solid, steady stream of air. Stupid. <laughs> I'm stupid? No, kind of. You're right. Either way you went with that, the answer was going to be correct. Yeah. Man, what's new with you, Casey Combs? Uh, Been working. Just just working. Ah, just been working. working. Going to a hog roast this weekend. Which sounds fantastic. I love a good hog roast. Or a pig roast. I'm not sure what you're supposed to call it. It's a whole pig being roasted. I think it just, both are acceptable terms, I would assume. It's probably going to be fun. Hell yeah, it's going to be fun. We used to have hog roast out in Stillwell. It was a good old time. A lot of booze. There's going to be moonshine there, I'm sure. Yeah, a lot of hillbillies, yeah. a lot of rednecks. Same. Very it's going to be great. I can't wait, though. <laughs> I'm kind of jealous you're having a hog roast, and it's going to be cold as crap here. Mm-hmm. Well, it's going to be, I mean, it should be cold here, I would think. It's getting colder at night. Your cold and my cold are very different. Well, that's true. It was hot last night. It was awful. Must have been terrible. I had to sleep with pants on. I wish I could have slept with pants on. I slept under a sheet with the air conditioner on, and it was still hot. I got nothing to say about Saturday, it's going to be 69 degrees um, and a low of 53. So it'll be chilly. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I got nothing else to say about that. What's, What's the weather like there? Windy as shit. It's Kansas. It's windy, and it's unpleasant. I had to defrost my car this morning. <laughs> Stupid. I don't miss it. I do miss it a little bit, actually. I'm stoked we're talking about the weather right now. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you want to start? Not really. Oh, oh okay. wait, we're supposed to start, aren't we? Yeah, I think oh, we, I had a we date. kind of have to start. You had a date? I had a date. With a squirrel girl? No, God. No. <laughs> <laughs> Why are we bringing her up again? It scares Who, me. How, how did your date go? Was it good? No. It wasn't bad. It wasn't good. <laughs> it wasn't bad. It wasn't great. It wasn't bad. I think I'm done dating for a while. Oh, it, so it was bad? It wasn't terrible. Anyway, well, we went and got Mexican food, and the yeah, so dumb. They wouldn't give us chips and salsa. We got it to go to bring back here and watch a movie. And I was like, hey, can we get some chips and salsa to go with it? And she was like, we're not doing that anymore. And I was like, okay. She's like, but there's free cheese in there. If you order over 20 bucks, they give you free, like, white cheese. But no chips to eat the white cheese with? Right. What? <laughs> But I was like, all right. I was like, so I can't get any chips and salsa? And she's like, we're not doing that anymore. And I'm just like, well, um, uh. And then this lady behind us, she goes, you guys can have our chips and salsa. I was like, huh? What? She's like, yeah, you can have our chips and salsa. And the lady said, she goes, we're not doing that anymore. And the other lady, like, takes them and, like, she pinched up her little, like, triangle or whatever. I don't know, like, the wrapper. Mm -hmm. And she's like, here you go. You can have ours. And I was like, thanks. And I took the pinched up, like, wrapper from her it was pretty awesome that was the highlight and the waitress was, was the-, <laughs> the waitress was all like upset she's like, you can't we're not doing this and i was like i think we're doing it i feel like we're doing it right now and then she handed me the ramekin the salsa ramekin i got a free salsa ramekin if you want i would like it yes so actually. we we bailed after that but weird though right they wouldn't give us any chips and salsa well, I, but they yeah, gave I us free cheese that. i don't know i give cheese but no chips at least give you chips yeah that was the highlight of your date yeah, we got back in my truck to come back here, and she's like, is your life always this weird? I didn't, Fuck you, lady. I didn't know what to say. <laughs> I was, Normally, it's, yes, it is. It's was, not, she like, was she like 22? Is that the problem? No, no. That would be a problem, though. That's too young. She <laughs> said you'd never. <laughs> that's not true. Anyway, it wasn't a good day. 
it was very, uh, I don't even know how to, oh, and then, so we got back here, we're watching the movie, we're hanging out, we're doing fine, she, we're drinking, and, sorry, I'm eating this meatball. The meatball. And she's like, let's watch a documentary. I was like, hell yeah, let's watch one. And I shit you not, she put on the stupid same harp documentary the squirrel girl put on. <laughs> don't you laugh at that. <laughs> She's like, this sounds really interesting. I, f I think we should watch this. I was like, yeah, we should totally watch this. It's a good documentary, though. So I didn't mind what's watching it. What's it, it called? I kind of want to watch it now. It's called Harp. Um, I'll have to find the name of it for you. But I'm going to just put Squirrel Documentary. I swear every time you say her name, I like, well, I look at my phone. I'm just afraid she knows <laughs> the vibrations, man. She probably does. Terrifying. <laughs> Sorry, that was a lot. I don't even know where that came from. That's how my week's been. That's all I had in my free time besides editing and taking care of all the other shows and shit. That's that's the, my one free moment I had. That's how I went. Um, we cut a whole tree up this weekend. That was fun. With like a chainsaw? With a chainsaw. Hell with a chainsaw yeah. and a machete Did and you, fire. That sounds like a way better weekend. I was so tired on Monday, though. And we still have a whole nother tree to cut, but we're just not going to do it. You ever? <laughs> just, well, I mean, eventually, probably, but not this weekend. I have one of them hillbillies do it with all their moonshine. We have to go all the way to, like, Beaver Run, I think, is where it's at. <laughs> Gotta go all the way to Beaver Run to cut a tree down. <laughs> no, not to cut a tree down for the for the hog roast, pig roast. Oh. The tree's in my yard. I, I assume, in, yeah. I, I don't live in Beaver Run. <laughs> I wish you did. I kind of wish I did, too. It's really nice out there, actually. It's probably worse internet than what we already have, though, so there's that. Beaver Run. Beaver Run. I want to go pig off. Roast, the pig roast and the moonshine parties at Beaver Run. <laughs> Hell yeah, it is. I love it. I love it. Hey, Larry, you going up to Beaver Run later? <laughs> Shoot, you know I am, Cooter. Let's get on in there, four-wheelers, and let's start the show. You're just jealous, that's all. I'm a little jealous. I haven't been you, to... You're a lot of jealous, I think. <laughs> I haven't been to Beaver Run in a long time, and that last date, there was no chance of Beaver Run. She slept in my bed. I didn't want to send her home drunk. I was like, I'll sleep on the couch. And she's like, well, that's weird. I said, yeah, I know. It's my couch in my bed. I know it's weird. <laughs> Why don't you just call her a cab? Uh, she lives in Riverside. I'm sorry, not Riverside. Uh, River Market, like North Missouri. It's like an hour drive. And she went all the way to Ottawa? Well, hell yeah, this village is awesome. It's no beaver run, I can tell you that. But... <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, we're going to start. <clears throat> <clears throat> 19-year-old Susan Susie Streeter was an outgoing, fun girl who aspired to be a hairdresser like her mother was. She was a creature of habit and always had to do things in her, very, her own specific way, especially parking her car exactly the same way every time. Her mother, 47-year-old Cheryl Levitt, was a cosmetologist, a fierce woman, and had and had just bought her dream home in a nice, friendly neighborhood in Springfield, Missouri. 18-year-old Stacy McCall was funny and hung out with the goofy crowd. She was known as Spacey Stacy because of all the space cadet things she would come out with. Both Susie and Stacy were graduating from Kickapoo High School. That sounds like you. I'm going to start calling you Spacey Stacy. Oh, wait, we called <clears throat> you Spacey Casey. Yeah, you, you call me Spacey Casey. <laughs> you oh, call man. me Spacey even now. <laughs> man, I'm dumb. Spacey Domes. Spacey Combs in the, or Spacey Domes in the dipshits. That's right. Our band. Our band. We only had one appearance, but it was a hell of an appearance. <laughs> all right, everybody, Spacey Domes and the Dipships. Oh, everybody hated us yeah. that night. <laughs> Can you all please leave? <laughs> hell no. Our set ain't over. We still got first break. We got second set. And up next, We've Beaver... been here since 11 a.m.? Yep. <laughs> and up next, Beaver Run. <laughs> all right. On June 6, 1992, Stacy and Susie attended a graduation party with their fellow classmates and friends. After the party, 
the pair went to a sleepover at a friend Janelle Kirby's house, where they all planned to go to a white water Branson amusement park the next morning. That sounds way more fun than Beaver Run. Um, they have a white water here, somewhere here, I think. I've never been. Christy talks about it all the time, though. Sounds very privileged. <laughs> This was the last time Janice heard her daughter's voice. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> Around 2 a.m. when it became too overcrowded at Kirby's house, Susie and Stacy decided to leave and go to Susie's house for the sleepover instead. Stacy called her mother Janice and told her she was staying out and would call her in the morning before they headed to the water park. This was the last time Janice heard her daughter's voice. Cheryl was last heard from around 11.15 p.m. from at around 11.15 p.m. when she spoke to a friend on the phone about painting an armoire. It is believed that the girls walked into Susie and Cheryl's house around shortly after 2 a.m. The next morning, when neither Susie or Stacy made contact with anyone, concern grew. It's because they live in Springfield. Just because they live in Springfield? Yeah, I just don't like Missouri. I don't hate Missouri. You should. You should hate Missouri. Should I? Why should I hate Missouri? Because it's miserable. Miserable? Miserable. I said miserable. I it's didn't not say all that bad. miserable. Well, I kind of no, grew up when I was a wee lad in Canton, Missouri with my grandma and my, my grandpa <laughs> and my Wait, uncle. What? Oh, yeah, I think I knew that, actually. I mean, I was really young. <laughs> Janice and friends of the girls made their way to Susie's house, where they saw Stacy's, Susie's, and Cheryl's cars parked outside still. Susie's car was parked differently than usual. She would always park right up into the carport. However, this time she had parked out on the circular driveway, leading everyone to wonder if someone else had possibly been parked there that night. There That's was also gl I feel like I do that shit, though. You park in different places? No, I'm a creature of habit. I park in the same spot every day. Well, I mean, I think everybody kind of does that, really. At home. You might it, have to change a little bit every once work, in a while. But it work. If I don't have my parking spot, I sometimes I drive around two or three times and make sure that spot's still taken. Wow. Not that they were going to come out and move their car. It's just like, I don't I don't get to work early enough to do that. I just park as close as possible. I park in the same spot every time. And it's not even the closest spot. I know. I remember where you parked. It was a weird spot because I parked on the all, all the way on the opposite side of the building. Right. Because that makes more sense than where you were parking. <laughs> <laughs> Creature had it. That's where I parked when I had my first interview. And I just, I just parked there ever since. This is mine now. This isn't. Thank you very much. This is mine. This is a very nice parking spot. I now own this spot, eh, Monty? There was also glass on the porch, left from the shattered lampshade of the porch light. Two friends swept up the glass as a favor to Cheryl, which police later said destroyed any potential evidence. When they all knocked, shouted for the women, and received no answer, they tried the door handle. It was unlocked. What? After walking into... What? 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 Nothing. Oh. <laughs> I was going to say something, but then... You started talking. After walking into the home, they noticed the television was on and the lights were off. Susie and Cheryl's dog, Cinnamon, was inside the home and appeared distressed and agitated. Stacy's concerned mother, Janice, saw the house <clears throat> was immaculate and there were no signs of a struggle. I bet their dog was pissed. I mean, yeah, probably. The, the name is Cinnamon. It's the shittiest name for a dog ever. <laughs> Let me guess. It's because I'm red. How basic white bitch of you. Maybe it was like a light brown color. Either way, Cinnamon. <laughs> After walking into the home, they noticed the television was on and the lights were off. Oh, wait, I already read that. She also found all three women's purses containing their money and keys laid on the floor of the living room, neatly lined up beside each other, as well as Stacy's clothes from the night before, neatly folded along with jewelry and makeup. Cheryl's cigarettes were also left in the house, which was unusual, unusual as she was a chain smoker and wouldn't go anywhere without them. They're not wrong. About what? The cigarette thing. Oh, yeah, yeah. Everybody I know that smokes will forget their wallet. They'll forget their keys. They'll forget even a lighter. They literally never forget their cigarettes. You know? <laughs> no, I know. I believe it. 
What are you doing right now? I'm just trying to figure my life out. It's fine. Oh, okay. <laughs> I didn't know where to put this paper. I have papers everywhere. I'm trying to figure this one out. I have papers everywhere too. It's okay. That's my life. I can't imagine what your papers look like because my paper mess is a mess and I'm not doing nearly as much as you are. So it's fine though. It's Every- fine. Everything Everything's fine. fine. My meatballs are cold though. Are they Ikea meatballs? I meant to ask you that earlier. Are they what? I- Ikea? Ikea meatballs? The meatballs from Ikea? Wait. <laughs> I'm really confused. Like the You're- furniture store? Yes, you've never had Ikea meatballs? Why would I have Ikea meatballs? Okay, hold on. Because they're the best. No. Yes. No, no. Ikea meatballs. Okay, so in my head, this is how it plays out. Welcome to Ikea. Here's a bunch of Swedish furniture you have to put together yourself. Welcome to Ikea. Here's a pack of hamburger, some Italian seasoning, some garlic. Just roll them up. You got to bake them yourself. Look, I'm emailing them to you right now. That's going to be hard for me to eat them that way. I just print them out and chop them up. (laughs) Ikea meatballs. No, Ikea meatballs. They're the best. Ikea Swedish meatballs. I'm not not buying it. Well, you should you should you should try them sometime. No, these are Italian meatballs. These are straight from Sicily. Well, these ones are straight from Sweden. I forgot what Swedish meant there for a second. That just means that you got gravy on your meatballs. Uh, no, it doesn't. Does it? Yeah, Swedish meatballs are covered in like brown gravy and stuff. Oh. Oh, they shared the recipe for their meatballs. Oh, big surprise. So now you can make them yourself. Welcome to Ikea. And the recipe looks just like you would think. (laughs) Ikea. (laughs) Okay, we're off track here. You're off track. (laughs) I'm completely on track. One meatball per paragraph. That's my... (laughs) That's that's how I'm going. You read, I eat a meatball. I read, I eat a meatball. Okay. Believing Cheryl, Susie, and Stacy would show up soon, Janice and the friends began tidying up the home... While they waited. While waiting, the house phone rang. They waited for it to go to the answering phone. The answering phone. (laughs) They waited for it to go to the answering machine. It was a message from an unknown male making sexual comments, and at some point, somehow, the message was deleted. Which, that's just poor, I don't know what you call it. Poor decision making. Mm. Later, with still no sign of any of the women, they were reported missing to the police. Police immediately sensed something was wrong. Oh. I feel something is wrong. My police sense is going off. <laughs> Stupid. Am I? <laughs> A little bit. I'm trying to focus the best I can. What you get, I'm three meatballs in, and the show's <laughs> going to go to hell, okay? That's where we're at. Uh, they immediately sensed something was wrong, suspect, suspected foul play, and treated the house as a crime scene. However, after family and friends had cleaned the house as well as deleted the voicemail, there was virtually no evidence to be found. The scene had been compromised beyond repair. Police began to look into Susie's ex-boyfriend, who she had broken up with after he was arrested for taking part in grave robberies. Is that still a thing? Do people still rob graves? Grave, graves? I, I'm not sure. I feel like it's a very lucrative business, though. How? What do you mean, how? You're taking people- off dead people. They can't really report it stolen. The only person you gotta look out for is one graveyard keeper, and he's probably all hopped up on whiskey and passed out watching old Andy Griffith shows. What are you gonna do with a dead person? You don't take the whole person. You just take their belongings. I feel like people don't get buried with good stuff much anymore, though. Maybe. It's passed on to kids and grandkids. and yeah, Ever since King Tut sales. died and took all that gold with him and it got robbed, they really just don't bury him no more with it. I mean... You don't think, like, rings and stuff don't get buried well some rings but is it worth i feel like are you really going to get enough just think about how hard it has to be to rob a grave you have to dig a giant ass hole they're not going to get in there that's a lot of work to get like you don't rob rings no no you don't rob them when when the grave is when they're buried you wait till the day of the the burial and then they bury them 
but they don't okay, cover well, the, that seems like much less work yeah then. they don't okay. cover the dirt up you know they do the funeral and stuff like that and then everybody moves on and that's when you go rob them um, you gotta keep up on your grave robbing skills yes <laughs> <laughs> don't ask me how i know that i'm behind it was okay that, it was that whole uh necrophilia episode we did on pints that really opened my eyes to grave robberies or grave <laughs> sexual encounters whatever you want to call grave things <laughs> grave things uh susie had agreed to testify against the ex-boyfriend which would be happening just a few months later the boy and his friends denied any involvement, and without any evidence to tie them to the disappearance, police could do nothing. After a couple of weeks and still no sign of the women, Susie called a tip in, someone called a tip into the police. They claimed that they saw Susie driving in an avocado green panel van on the morning they disappeared. I'm jealous. I, me too. I'm not going to lie. I would drive the shit out of that thing. <laughs> it was noticeable, they told police, because Susie looked terrified and had a man in the back seat yelling at her. After numerous appeals, however, no more information came in about the van. Friends questioned how someone stormed the house with military precision and subdued three strong young women. I agree. There's questions to be asked about that. Um, mm -hmm. To keep the house perfectly tidy. I don't. Nothing I don't, really I don't have, over. Yeah, I don't have any doubt he could quote unquote subdue three strong with a loaded gun in their face. You know, people are pretty passive when. Well, and you have to think they weren't like grown women. There were two high school kids and one of them's mom. Right. So. Right. Eventually, in 1996, a tip is called in about Robert Robert Craig Cox, a trained Army ranger who was believed to have been involved in the murder of a 19-year-old girl in Florida. There had not been enough evidence to convict him, however. Cox had also served nine years for abducting two women in California. What linked him to the Springfield Three was that he had moved to Springfield just weeks before the disappearances and also worked at the same dealership Stacy's father worked. So this guy's just running rampant and nobody's keeping an eyeball on him? Sounds like it. I mean, the 90s were wild, man. You are not wrong. <laughs> you are not wrong. Cox's girlfriend told police he was in with her at church at the time of the disappearance, so police were at a standstill. Later, after Cox was arrested for aggravated robbery, his girlfriend retracted her previous alibi and told the police that she didn't know where he was the night the women disappeared. Now, how much of that do you think is bullshit, though? Well, she could have either been scared, for, scared of him and was covering up, or she's saying, fuck you, you did... Right. We're broke up now. We're broke up now. You ain't shit. You ain't shit. There's a bunch hey, of... Mama um, ain't shit. <laughs> I don't know the rest of that song. Me neither. I just was just bobbing my head. You ain't shit. And your mama ain't shit. And your uncle ain't shit or something like that. Oh, it's a Wu-Tang song. You're singing it wrong. Well, sing it then. I don't know it. No, it's got a bunch of N-words in it. Oh, no. Two different I'm, songs. It's Todrick Hall. I'm thinking of Todrick Hall. Oh, uh, I don't know what that means. Um, Doesn't well, matter. Because we got to cut all that anyway. I did leave wow. a bunch of our banter in the other episodes. One to uh -huh. keep him longer, and then two, I did an I cut it all, not all of it, but a handful of our mindless babbles, and it didn't sound complete. It didn't sound like a solid show to me, if that makes sense. I mean, I'm okay with some of the mindless babble. Oh, me too. Especially when you couldn't say <laughs> combustible explosions, like, or whatever I had come up with. And then I had, I also, oh, it gets me. I had to cut a few Christmas things because I, we did the Christmas episodes first, I think. And then they bled over into the show we were recording because I pulled up a few hindsight puns, I guess. And mm -hmm. they didn't, they didn't make sense in the show, but they kind of made sense to me from the Christmas stuff, which by the way, the second episode on Christmas stuff, probably one of my favorite things we've recorded so far. Is that the spontaneous combustion one? Maybe. Spontaneous combustion is spontaneous combustion. It, it might be. <laughs> All right, let's get back. Let's get back in. I'm lost. Um, it's at a reporter. I knew that. I just meant <laughs> I'm lost. 
in general. A reporter who visited Cox in prison was able to record their conversation in which Cox said, I know they're dead. I'll say that. I know that. That's not my theory. I just know that. Well, he wouldn't admit he was responsible. While he wouldn't admit he was responsible, Cox then stated that he would not tell any more details until his mother passed away. Without definitive information to point police in any direction, the case stalled again. The freelance journalist Kathy Baird received a tip saying the women were buried underneath a hospital parking structure, which was a dirt lot at the time. She told police who, quote unquote, laughed at her, but still she hired a man who used sonar equipment capable of finding graves under the concrete. Why would they laugh at her? Um, laughs in cop? I don't know. <laughs> oh, hold, they laughed at her because the... Wait, don't ruin the story. Don't ruin the story. Oh, do I say it? Does it? I think, I think it does. Yeah. Okay, sorry. She told how he got two images over here and one over there and that it looks like what he sees when he goes over old graves. Police, however, say that the timeline isn't right. The construction for the parking structure had begun a year after the disappearance and that and that excavation of the site during construction should have unearthed the bodies if they were there. Among other persons of interest looked into was Susie's estranged older brother, Bart, who had been struggling with alcohol addiction. Relatable. He subsequently passed his polygraph test. <laughs> there has been no sign of the women since the 7th of June, 1992, and their families are left searching for answers and closure. But police have said they will see, still receive tips in the case, but have not located the woman or their possible killer. Yeah, yeah this is an old one. But this is an old one. There's a bunch of theories. I think we should do a second part on this, and we should just go over all the theories that are out there on it because there's some really really good ones and i'm sorry i didn't get them all put together in time but normally it's okay I, we're all busy yeah i normally have a bit more time but with all the pine stuff going on right now which has been kind of a mess but we should definitely do another episode on all the theories the whole um under the parking lot thing it mm -hmm. was they hired a um what do you call it not a paranormal person uh, talks a medium yeah a medium something like that i have to dig up all the notes and she said she had, had seen them there and picked up stuff from them being there type of deal. It's all explained, so on and so forth. Yeah, but, I want to do an update on it. Yeah, I think we should. Well, I don't know if it's an update. We're just, I guess it's an update for us. It's an update for, right? yeah, for Mugs of Mystery. Do -do 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 -do. Update, update. Yeah, that'll be the intro too. <laughs> do -do 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 -do. Update, no chips and salsa at the Mexican restaurant in Ottawa. Who the fuck does that? Uh, El Sol. <laughs> El Sol wasn't the best one. That was my favorite one. I don't go to El Mez anymore. I liked El Mez better than El Sol. El Sol had a better Taco Tuesday deal for sure. But El Mez, they like to party over there. They used to. It's not that way anymore. Uh, oh, they don't party no more? Gorgonzo isn't there anymore. Um, the other guy that really loved us isn't there anymore. They moved him didn't out of there. Didn't they get into a bunch of trouble? Because didn't they have a bunch of drugs in the back or something like that? They did. That was before we got or before I got here. Maybe in your time it happened when you were here before mm -hmm. me, but my yeah, sister used to work there though. and he kept trying to have sex with her and all the other waitresses. And when they were like, no, he would fuck up their schedules and then he would change it when they weren't there and be like, you didn't show up for your shift. Like she was taking screenshot or not screenshots, pictures of it to prove that he was changing it and not telling anybody. And I can, who is this? Um, I don't, Alonzo is his name. Oh, I don't think I know Alonzo. No, it's, it's new <laughs> since then. But he's a piece of shit. And I mean, they used to bring us free beers and free shots, and the place used to be awesome and just not the same. Yeah, it used to be great. It I mean, was great when I lived there. Right. I mean, I don't care about the free shots and free beers, but then he would, I'd come in and Charlie would be working, and he'd be like, hey, make sure you don't give your brother any free beers. Make sure you wash the table. I'm checking his ticket. I'm, I'm making sure you're not, he was just a dick. And huh. I, I confronted him about it. He didn't like that because his waitresses don't want to stand up to him. 
but I'm not afraid of his bitch ass. Not that I'm bitter. Sounds like you might be a little bitter. I'm not bitter at all. It's okay. It's all right. They probably would have gave me free chips and salsa, though. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I feel like he's a sexual predator, by all means. Mm. And, and that Sounds like it. I don't like that. Not cool with it. So I haven't really been back since. Anyway, moving on. Uh, so Camp Winoka. Camp Winoka. And I won't do a Winoka Jamaica. Ooh, I want to take a joke. Because I've done... <laughs> I think you just did. <laughs> shit. <laughs> So I'm doing briefcase files, right? Uh, yes. Sorry, I'm ordering underwear right now. <laughs> I just got the Victoria's Secret catalog. Yeah, guess what's happening when we hang up the fucking inner Zoom, when I hang up the laptop? I don't... Do you say hang up the should... laptop? <laughs> I don't think you say close. If you say you close, because you're, you're closing closing the laptop. I'm going to say hang up the laptop because I'm old. All right. Let's go my, for it, man. My new catchphrase. All right, man, hanging up the laptop. Talk to you later. <laughs> okay. Uh, Camp one... Oh, outro. <laughs> I'll do it. No, I got it right here. No, I'll do it. I'm just putting it through my head real quick. All right, guys. Well, thank you for check out briefcase files. They're rock. <laughs> As always, we'll leave all the links to the briefcase files and to this case in the episode description. We want to thank Paige and all the folks over at briefcase files for all the work that they're doing. Also check out the other shows on the pints of the round table family. There's pints of the round table, taco bruise day. Um, I know Monty, you've got a whole bunch of other ones going on. Don't you? Uh, we're getting there, yeah. They're still in the works. We have the One More Round show. Um, I don't know. There's a bunch of them. And this show, Mugs of Mystery. Yeah, we're part of the family. Part of the crew. And we'll be um, we'll be getting, um, we've been telling you guys to go, to go to Patreon stuff, but this will also be on the pintsoftheroundtable.com website. There will be a link over in the corner for all of the family shows for it. So if you want to click that, you can also get to anything we have here. And we're working on merch. Hell yeah, we are. We got we got the art done. We're there. We're almost there. We're almost there. Eventually, we'll have merch, and then after we get merch, we'll have like a decent show. So I think we should have. <laughs> I think we have a fine show. I'm just kidding. This is a great show. This is nice. Okay, now Camp Winoka. Yeah. Do you want to introduce Camp Winoka? I don't know how to introduce Camp Winoka. Ladies and gentlemen, I... Camp Winoka. I think you should just leave that. That's that's just how it should be. Bet. All right, we'll leave it like that then. <laughs> Camp Winoka, located at the off-ramps of Highway 60 and 65, sits what was once known as the Winoka Lodge. The entrance is just a short distance from the old Springfield Bridge, which spans over Lake Springfield. Many of the city's top social events once occurred at the Winoka Lodge property near the bridge. The land was listed for sale following the April 4, 2018 death of philanthropist Jewel Schweitzer, who was 97. Could you imagine living till 97? I hope that if I live to be 97, I'm just, like, still getting it. I just want to be one of those little old ladies that's still out there mowing the yard. And Gross. Like that's not drinking. what I imagined when you said that. <laughs> God. I so, mean, old people have to have sex, too. Blah. You have sex, Monty. You're almost 97. I haven't had sex in, like, 10 years. Oh, since you were 87? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, see what I mean? That's where you lose it. 87 is the cutoff. Blew out my hip. Sorry, mowing lawns you were talking about. I just want to be a fit old lady. I just want to be a fat old lady. <laughs> it's where we differ but it's 2020 so i can wear a muumuu and be a fat old lady if i want to be so look at you go look at me go to the muumuu store uh jewel schweitzer 97 old as fuck she was the namesake of the schweitzer brentwood branch library and longtime brentwood library supporter she donated 1.2 million to the library's renovation campaign prior to schweitzer's family family's ownership a hunting lodge was on the property 
Legend states that the camp was once the location of a Girl Scout camp, and in the late 1970s, a crazed lunatic abducted, abducted three Girl Scouts from their beds during the night, and after sexually assaulting his three young victims, he murdered them. Boo. This is merely legend. Researchers found that the campgrounds were never property of Girl Scouts of America and were not the site of the murder. That, in fact, the three girls ages 8, 9, and 10 were abducted and murdered on June 13, 1977 at a Girl Scout camp near Locust Grove, Oklahoma. I feel like I've watched a video or something about that. Ooh, you pervert. No, I... <laughs> Just about the murdery part of it. The, it was like in a whole little, a whole little uh, bunch Can of weird little murders. Interesting. I'd like Can't to watch that. Murders. I love watching murder docs. There's something probably too. wrong Is with there me. something? I was going to say, what's wrong with it? I love all that stuff. I fall asleep on the weirdest shit and I wake up because I have mine on just continuous play no matter what, unless I turn it off. Mm -hmm. I'll wake up to some weird random shit. And I'm like, wow, this is really interesting. That's probably why I'm tired all the time. Not because I'm fitful sleeps. <laughs> well, I wake up and there's like weird shit on, so I watch it for 45 minutes before I pass back out. Oh yeah, I do that a lot. We've and been watching Ren and Stimpy lately. Oh God. <laughs> Podcast over. Do you want to go again? No, I don't want to go again. It's your turn. Okay. Do you want me to read both because they're kind of short? Oh, yeah, that's fine. Okay. Well, the actual site was immediately closed and never opened again. The murder remains unsolved to this day. A convicted rapist was acquitted of all three girls' murders and was returned to prison to serve time for other charges. He died three months later in prison of a massive heart attack. Although the story about the girls was debunked, I found a relative, relative, I found a relative to the story at hand, and despite there never being a Girl Scouts camp here, there have been other unexplained other unexplained accounts. The camp was built on an ancient Indian burial ground and is believed to be a paranormal hotspot of activity. There's a handful of hokey camps in Missouri's most haunted campground options. There should have been some parentheses there. There's a handful of hokey camps in Missouri's, quote, most haunted campground options and reviews to entice one into spending nights with ghosts in the woods. As far as, far as a child-killing axe murderer, not so much. So how, how do you want me to say this? Just read it or do you want me to like... I want you to say it with your eyes. A review left. Because that's serious podcast. Just do it with your eyes. Oh, okay. <laughs> I can hear your blinks. Yeah, I didn't get all the reviews, sadly. Only a couple of them, as I'm noticing here. But you can take a Honda tour of the place for a, a price. Of the Schweitzer Brentwood Branch Library. Yep. It was all boarded up and said private property, but people were hiking through it. I think it's still private property and still boarded up, but you can pay people to take you on like a little guide mm. anyway there were a few reviews if you'd care to read them <clears throat> um. review back <laughs> review back <laughs> i'm tired the camp was built on an ancient indian burial ground like that far back or no oh. shut up a few years back, I hiked the area. On the second night, I camped out into this section of the woods that had been devastated by a forest fire the year before. That evening, as I was drifting off to sleep, this deep guttural growl started to echo out from somewhere out in the woods. You know that sound a dog makes when you try to make a, take a tennis ball from him? Kind of like that, but very low and very loud, feebly trying to suss Ooh. out the source of my headlamp, yeah, but all I could to, see... You froze up. You're going to have to do that again. Oh, really? Uh, after very... It was like, but very low and... Roar, 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 roar. Oh, weird. Okay. Um, that you, evening, I was at what? Oh, yeah. Never mind. You're good. Keep going. Take, uh, take four. That evening, as I was drifting off to sleep, this deep guttural growl started to echo out from somewhere out in the woods. 
You know that sound a dog makes when you try to take a tennis ball from him? Kind of like that, but very low and very loud. I timidly poked my head out of the tent, feebly trying to suss out the source with my headlamp, but all I could see was the charred ruins of the forest in all directions. I crawled back into my sleeping bag, suppressed any desire to get up and pee in the middle of the night, and drifted off into a fitful night's sleep. And then I peed my pants. And then I peed my entire pants. And my sleeping bag. So, I don't know, every time there's some haunted shit going on, people Mm -hmm. always fall asleep. I scared myself to sleep. I feel like that's not a thing. Have you ever scared yourself to sleep? Um, no. No. If there's haunted stuff going on around me, I just kind of like curl up in a ball and try to ignore it. Really? Yeah. I always yeah. try and check it out. No. Really? I don't want to die. Well, being from Kansas, I figure you chase tornadoes and stuff. It just seems like common sense. Well, yeah, but common sense. All, have you never seen a scary movie? Yeah. Seen... You don't go check it out. That's when you die. You, you always go check go it out, check you it die. Out. No, 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 that's when you die. The people that, oh, I'm just going to go outside and see what's going on, and you die first. No, I'm not a woman. My name's not Brad. I'm not the token black character. I'm not the short Asian girl. There, you nope. are the stoner hippie dude. Fuck, I'm dead. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> Shit, I don't even smoke weed. Well, yeah, but you still fall into that category. I, that's not fair. I feel very stereotyped. <laughs> Says the guy who just said token black guy, short Asian girl. All right. Do you want me to read the other review? Sure, go for it. Cool. All right. Uh, Like a stoner hippie guy. <laughs> All right, bro. Um, Yeah, man. Like I hiked out there with an ex a few years ago. She's not really my ex anymore because we tried to watch this documentary called The Craft, but she was like, witches aren't real. I was like, bullshit. I burned Nog Champa to witches all day. Uh, Oh, yeah. A few years ago. Uh, I assume a homeless guy, he didn't look that homeless. He kind of like had the same clothes I did on, but a homeless guy had set up camp in one of the buildings. Uh, had a decent setup with chop wood and a fire. We had an uncomfortable chat that I moved on just to be safe. <laughs> you know, don't suggest going alone. What a shitty review. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's the best review I found, though. <laughs> he had a decent setup with chop wood and a fire. <laughs> Just this homeless guy, nothing haunted or anything. Uh, that's pretty yeah. scary. Because <laughs> you know what he chopped that wood with? An axe. Oh, ooh. Yeah. He's the child killer. Ooh, from Oklahoma. From Oklahoma. <laughs> made it all the way to Kansas. Turns out there's not a Girl Scout camp here. I'll be headed back to Oklahoma in the morning. No, he went to Missouri, dum-dum. This is in Missouri. Yeah, that's what I said. Only with different letters. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, there's also this newspaper article from 1977 about the fire that destroyed the Winoka Lodge. Yep. Uh, do you want to read it? You can read it. Well, we can, there's three parts to the whole the news thing. We can read all of it. Hold on. Let me... Okay. I'll read the first part. <clears throat> fire ruins historic lodge. Damages two apartment units by Jack King. Fire marshals continued their investigation today into a blaze that destroyed the historic Winoka Lodge, an old an old farmhouse just east of the old Highway 65. Oh, it's, it's all broken up weird. Uh, it's broken up weird. That's how the, the clip came. The of article. the old Highway 65 bridge at Lake Springfield. The fire, which may have been a case of arson, inspectors say, was one of three major blazes battled Sunday and early today by city firemen. Cigarettes were blamed as causes for the other two, both at apartment buildings. No injuries were reported. Concrete steps and a brick fireplace are about all that remains to the house, also known as the old Schweitzer place. The unoccupied three-story structure was engulfed in flames when Springfield Fire Unit 7 arrived at 2.25 a.m. Sunday, 2.25 a.m. Sunday. The house and property is jointly owned by Mr. and Mrs. Lee Schweitzer, 2608 Glendale, and Jewel Schweitzer, 2550 South Luster, and Robert Fred Schweitzer. 
637 South Fremont. Why are they giving out their, their address? Well, it's straight from the newspaper. I feel like we don't have to read that verbatim, per se. I think that we should read it like we're newscasters. I'm going to need more scotch. I'm going to need scotch or something. All right. Well, the next tea. hot toddies. I wish. I wish. Uh, next article, built in 1890, the structure once served... As a hunter's club, one of the early owners of the property, which originally included 54 acres and 11 springs, was Dr. Edward M. Shepard, who taught biology and geology at Drury College from 1878 to 1908. Wait, didn't isn't that when you went to college? Boring. Yeah, he was actually my professor. Oh, oh. interesting. <laughs> Hell of a guy he was. Uh, he sold one quarter shares to Judge James R. Vaughn, Judge Jeremiah Cravens, and... Marcellus Holbrook. Cravens and Holbrook later sold their shares to R.W. Stewart and Dr. D. F. Finnell. Boring. Uh, the name Wanaka comes from the Osage Indian word for great spirit, and flint in the area was used for arrowheads. In later years, an arrowhead motif was followed and improvements, and the works from an arrowhead-shaped fountain were donated to Drury, which those are all destroyed and ruined. They trashed the whole place after the fire. The original okay. property included an island in the James River, which was taken for construction of a highway bridge. Aw, that's the bridge you passed now, I assume. Mm. The Schweitzer family purchased their property in 1935. It had not been occupied in several years. A pool and bathhouse are located on the grounds in the immediate vicinity of the house. Firemen from Station Station 7, along with 6 and 9, were also also were sent to a fire this morning at 4.52. According to reports, a cigarette possibly was the origin of a blaze that damaged the apartment of L. Roberts. The firemen were apparently unable to contain the fire to one unit where a carpet, wall, and night table were heavily damaged. Spontaneous combustion. Shit. It's spontaneous combustion, or also known as spontaneous combustion. <laughs> <coughs> well, the meatballs are great, though. The meatballs. Fantastic. That's all I got on that. <clears throat> About seven hours earlier, firemen fought another apartment blaze at 773 South Avenue, which damaged much of a unit occupied by pig. Why are we reading about apartment fires right now? Guess you have to keep reading to find out. Mm. About seven hours earlier, firemen fought another apartment blaze at 773 South Avenue, which damaged much of a unit occupied by Peggy Wilms and Kathy Sam. The two were in the living room of their apartment apartment when a cigarette which was dropped between the cushion of a sofa started a fire firemen said when the occupants were unable to control the blaze themselves the fire department was called and stations one three and six responded it's so scary mrs wilms said weeping as she clutched her cat karma <laughs> it's so scary me and karma we're just scared to death. Can't have a cat named Karma and burn your house down. Fuck. The pet and two others were rescued unharmed by firefighters while the two young women waited. Some grass fires also were battled over the weekend in the area. Firemen from the Logan Rogersville and Westside County units with the help of Boy Scouts fought a Sunday afternoon grass fire between Division and Mill Street, west of Missouri 25. Mo 25. 125. Mo 125. Mm. Sparks from a trash fire were suspected of causing the blaze. Perhaps all of this is irrelevant information, of course. Three fires on the same day. Three missing girls. Three girls mistakenly dead. Here, who knows? Dead here, who knows? Three girls mistaken... Oh, that's the part, right? You're going to have to edit the shit out of this episode. <laughs> I'm just leaving the shit in. I'm going to edit out everything but the shit. Just, okay. <laughs> Perhaps all of this is irrelevant. It, huh. <laughs> Cut six. <clears throat> Perhaps all of this is irrelevant information, of course. Three fires on the same day, three missing girls, three girls mistakenly dead. Who knows? There you go. I messed it up that time. Who too, knows? <laughs> nah, I did just fine. 
Take it away, Monty. Take it away. Uh, we also found a few other urban legends for you. We're just going to run through them. We're not going to get too big in detail on them, but if we come across another Springfield or Missouri, Missouri, Missouri. We might uh, break them down a little more, but I think they're pretty cool. Relevant enough to just give to you guys anyway. Uh, so there's the story of the goat-headed man. In the early 1800s, there was a hermit that lived in a small cabin by himself. He was often seen stealing vegetables and chickens from local farms. <laughs> Most in individuals kept their distance from him because he was touched in the head. He was touched in the head. Who wasn't? <laughs> Who wasn't? One day, a local farmer his son, and his son noticed the disappearance of their goats and chickens. Thinking it was a wayward wild animal, they decided to stay up and shoot the creature as it came around. In the middle of the night, they heard something outside stirring up their goats. The farmer shot at a strange shadow with his shotgun. As they approached what they thought was a wild animal, they noticed that it was the hermit. They had blown his head off. The two buried the headless hermit deep in the woods and told nobody about the incident. To this present day, people have claimed to notice a man with a goat's head wandering throughout the woods. This legend is just a myth, but there is a moral to the story. Never try to get ahead when you are hungry. Never. I was hangry earlier. Yeah, you were. <laughs> I was like, you sure you don't want to just eat? You can call me back when you're done. I'll just wait. It's fine. I was, I'm sorry. I was very hungry, okay? Never stir your goats. Never oh. stir your goats? Yeah. Someone was out there stirring his goats. <laughs> Never stir your goats. No? Maybe? All right. No, it's a bad one. It, it, fall, it fell flat. No way, it's a great, um, never stir your goats. No one's going to have any idea what the hell I'm talking about. Stir my goats, what the fuck? Think about it three days later, what was he talking what about? What is he even talking about? All right, legend two, the plane crash on Dewey Bald Mountain. Sounds like a really, really, really bad bluegrass song. <laughs> In the early 1990s, a plane crashed on the north face of the mountain. Individuals have claimed to see figures near the crash site hitchhiking and looking for rides back to the local airport where the plane was supposed to have landed. Then, in 2006, four people were killed in a plane crash in the town. Not on the mountain. Some individuals like to claim the two plane crashes are connected. There is one thing wrong with this legend. The plane crash in the early 90s never happened. This is just an urban legend. As for hitchhikers, there are many in this area of the Ozarks. Myth busted. Legend number three, the mountain made of the Roaring River. Jeanne Wallace came to the Branson area from New York City. She is said to be a descendant of William Wallace of Scotland. <laughs> Braveheart. Hi, I'm Jeanne from from New York, but I'm uh, I'm related to old William Wallace from Scotland. <laughs> Did you say William? <laughs> I'm not sure what I said. It's the smoke, and it's really messed up my teeth a lot. It's hard for me to talk. Tell me what time is bingo, and is there going to be Swedish meatballs from Ikea, or are we going to have Italian meatballs from Sicily? I need to know what teeth I got to wear. <laughs> I'm sorry. I don't know what's going on with me. She moved into the area in 1892 and stayed until she passed away in 1940. Nobody knew her true age. Jeanne had a special gift. That yeah, she and it's received. called the age of beauty. It, I'm very, <laughs> I, you know what? Nobody knew my true age. It's because of uh, the smoke and the cigarettes really kept the skin tight. I'm picturing like a really young looking lady with your voice right now. And it's great. <laughs> I'm also picturing that. And I don't know how I feel right now. Jeanne had a special gift that she received from her father. It is said that she had a sixth, he had a sixth sense. Jeanne, much like Edgar Case, would not charge for her readings. She considered it a gift from God and would use it only for good. One time, she told a lady the right horse to bet on at a local horse race. One time. The lady, just that, once. That's her gift. I got to ride one time, and I tell you what, this gift, I'm just going to keep on giving. That lady won over $1,200. And she didn't give me a single cent, I tell you what. 
I wouldn't have taken it anyway, but... When asked why she told her what horse to bet on, Gian replied, you need to know the whole story of that lady's life. One time, a non-believer arrived at her log house. She met the man at the door and said, you are a non-believer. He confirmed that he thought Gian was fake. She quickly replied, I won't give you any information except that you will that you will be in an automobile accident when you are 50. True to the fact, he did have a serious accident and recalled her warning the year before the year he turned 50. The mountain maid died in a fire in 1940. Sadly, she could read everyone's future but her own. There is some fact to this urban legend. Gian Wallace did exist. Facts. <laughs> That's the only... <laughs> Actual facts right there. It's all the proof you need. If there's one podcast you can trust for bringing you true... Hard facts. GM Wallace did exist. <laughs> Absolutely. And there was definitely a horse. Maybe not a winning horse, but there was a horse. There was a horse and there was a man. Those things are true. <laughs> uh, legend for the last one. Sycamore Church Road. The burnt remains of an old house had been paved over by a new road. The Sycamore Church Road was the name given to the new road. Legend has it that a house was burned down by high school students partying in it. Yeah, bro. Fired up. Not the house, you idiot. I meant the weed. Okay, this thing on, right? <laughs> uh, in the mid-1990s. Oh, yeah, that was the end of that sentence. Uh, there are several rumors to the story. One rumor had the entire family living there dying in the fire. The other rumor that is more common is that an insane girl was kept locked in the house. Her room was the only room that had bars on the windows. The girl eventually escaped from her room and murdered her mother and father. She escaped into the woods, never to be found again. The house... Dun, 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 dun. That, Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. That's no, okay. I, I just thought there was going to be more. I was excited. I thought it was going to be a story, but it turns out it's just theatrics, cinematics, sound effects. There's stuff. I think sound effects. Yep. The house remained vacant until it burned down. Years later, the ruins were paved over to make Sycamore Church Road, which we said six times now. Individuals that drove over the location claimed that, yeah, see what I'm saying? Facts. Right there. <laughs> uh, claimed that... I, is a cold spot. They claim to feel the cold air only at this point on the road. This legend is unverified. <laughs> All right, well, you can find us on Patreon slash Mugs of Mystery. Uh, we will leave a link in the description for that as well. You can give your support there and find episode extras, blogs, and bonus content as we continue to put this together. You can also contact us at mugsofmystery at gmail.com. If you have a story you want told or a story you'd like to hear, uh, please let us know. And most of all, please support us and help this wild ride going. What you doing over there? <laughs> nothing. 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 It's fine. Nothing. Yeah, it's fine. And uh, soon, if it not yet, I'm going to say it anyway, but we should be at uh, roundtable.com. There will be a link for this show and all of our other shows, of course. But if it's not there, it's because I haven't done it yet. I've been real busy. But hit the follow button, subscribe, check out uh, Pints of the Roundtable. Check in, out Pints of the Roundtable. Yeah, if you're into R-rated things. It's very R-rated. It's a good it's time, It's very though. different from this. It's <laughs> a shit show, but it's absolutely beautiful. <laughs> and we can't wait to have Casey Combs on as soon as she stops being a poor and gets good <laughs> <A> internet. <laughs> or, I don't know what you call it. A, a, a pleb. <laughs> pleb. A peasant. When she stops being a poor. <laughs> so you'll get a lot of that at Pines of the Round Table. A rich man lives in a castle. Holy shit. A poor <laughs> Jesus Christ, man. God. Why is it so much louder? I Because you stuck the whole thing in your mouth. Trust me. Every time that happens, I scream too. A rich man lives in a castle. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 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 oh. <laughs> It's relatable. I'm not faulting you. I get it. Okay. I need my drink for the cheers. Hell yeah.
A rich man lives in a castle. A poor man lives by the sea. But a whiskey glass and a fat girl's ass are home sweet home to me. Cheers. Cheers.